Hi, this is Ryan File. I'm the web editor and a reporter for the Mail Tribune. You are listening to The Insider, my podcast where I chat with Mail Tribune reporters and editors on more in-depth stories and projects to get a sense of how they pulled it all together, how the journalism is made, if you will. My guest today, returning for the, oh God, I don't know, fourth time, something like that, is Vicky Aldis. Vicky recently wrote a story called Inspiration from the Inside, which ran Sunday. It's about an inspirational mural painted inside the Juvenile Detention Center in Medford, painted by Ashland artist Michael Arseniega. But there's a bit more to the story, and not in the way you'd think. Vicky, welcome. Thanks for having me. Glad to be back. Yeah. So we'll go chronologically here. Uh, to start with, how did you come across this story? This was one of those completely accidental stories. There was a motor that burned out in the juvenile detention center on the night of Sunday into Monday. So I went over there on Monday to do a story about how they had to evacuate the juvenile detention center because of the smoke filling the building. And while we were inside, Joe Ferguson, who works there, pointed out the mural by Michael on the wall. And so I asked him, hey, could I come back and do a story about that? And he was, of course, more than willing. Mm -hmm. And this is the Monday after Thanksgiving. Yes. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. And so uh, what uh, specifically interested you about that mural when Joe uh, Ferguson, the deputy director at the juvenile department, uh, pointed it out to you? This mural was, the theme of the mural was peace leaders. So you had people like Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King Jr., Mother Teresa, the Dalai Lama, various worldwide figures. And here it was painted inside this juvenile detention center where Practically nobody would see it except the staff and the students there in the detention center. So the artist is known for doing public art projects inside restaurants, different places where people could see it. But this was really a labor of love for him where he did the mural inside the detention center for the staff and for the students to help inspire them. He had worked there in the past for nearly eight years as a counselor before he turned his attention more toward his art career. Oh, wow. Okay. So you go and visit, uh, video camera in tow, because we're doing produced videos with almost every story now, and you start interviewing. But this is always a bit tricky when it comes to stories with sources who are incarcerated youth because of privacy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So how did you intend to go about your work so you could still get what you needed, but be mindful of all of that? And this was what really interested me about talking to you today. We got permission in advance from Joe Ferguson and Guy Tutland, who is the teacher inside the center, for us to go in there with our video camera, which records both video and audio. And we would set up the video camera as normal, but not use the faces of the students. We would only use the audio of their voices for the video that we created to go along with the article. And you had some help, though, too. Yeah, it was really fun. One thing I've noticed since we got these really nice television-quality cameras is that they are magnets when it comes to kids. Kids just walking by on the sidewalk will say, Hey, what are you doing? What are you filming? Who do you work for? What's this for? Can I be in there? You know, they're just, they just love the video camera. They're the video camera generation. Mm -hmm. So before the students came into their classroom, I talked to their teacher, Guy Tutland, and I said, hey, you know, kids usually like the video camera. What do you think about the students helping me out by doing the uh, video interviews with each other, the audio video interviews with each other, and learning how to put the camera on the tripod, learning how to 
uh, zoom in, zoom out, learning how to operate the microphones. And he thought, well, let's ask them and see if they are interested. And so we got some of the students in there. And of course, uh, there are, I think, 14 kids currently in the detention center and five came in to talk about the mural project because 14 is kind of an unmanageable number. But we had three uh, boys, two girls, and um, all but one were really interested in learning how to use the video camera. And they were also really game about interviewing each other, being interviewed. And they even, I gave some of them some preliminary questions to ask each other, but they were really great about doing follow-up questions and just going where their curiosity led them. They also, I said, okay, you guys, you're on your own. Um, when it comes to interviewing your teacher, sit together, brainstorm some questions, and they came up with all the questions for their teacher, and then they, you know, put the microphone on him, got the camera on the tripod, aimed it at him, framed him in the angle, pressed record, and they worked together to interview their teacher for the article and the video. You essentially had a bunch of interns. I did. It was really fun. <laughs> you would wish that um, all new employees or interns had the same level of enthusiasm, and they were really smart about it. They picked up on how to interview each other really quickly, and they picked up on how to use the video camera really quickly. Okay. Now, um, how did you feel initially about this notion of having help? Like you said, you recommended it. You were the one who you know, put forward the idea but there's a difference between putting forward the idea and actually having the kids start to handle the camera and do this stuff. So was it was it a little nerve-wracking at first or how did you feel when you when they first got going with it? Well, um it it wasn't that different than what we have going on in the newsroom where we are constantly exposed to new technology and we learn from our coworkers who know the most. They teach us and then we teach the next round of people, and that's how we spread knowledge in the newsroom. So it wasn't a lot different than to just take the training I've had from my coworkers and just hand off the baton to the students, like, here's how you get the camera securely attached to the tripod so it doesn't fall down, and now you've destroyed <laughs> expensive equipment. So I guess my biggest fear was, would they be interested? And they were more than enthusiastic, so that was just my the main hurdle I wanted to get over in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't know because it... I I think there's a difference between, you know, uh, adults handling things and, and youth handling things. Uh, I, I suppose I, I just didn't know if there was any nervousness that crept in at any point, but it doesn't sound like there was. No, I was there the whole time, and I would just double-check the knobs, make sure that they were really tightened down so our mm-hmm. camera wasn't falling off the tripod, and just kind of follow behind what they were doing and make sure everything was fine. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, and... Were there any ones who were any kids who were like particular standouts? Like you thought to yourself, "Oh, I could see this kid doing this for a career someday." Yeah, um, you know that was one of the touching parts of it. There was one girl in particular who was really good; just picked it up so quickly, both interviewing and running the video camera. And she asked me, "Is there anything that would stop somebody from being a journalist?" and (laughs) I knew what she was saying, you know, have I messed up my life so much that I could, certain careers are barred to me. And I didn't know what any of these kids did. I didn't know why they were there. And I didn't ask. That wasn't really relevant to me. Oh, I misinterpreted what you were saying. I thought she was asking 
<laughs> what are things that should stop me from being a journalist? At least what I was taking the message was, um, is this a, a job opportunity that's open for me? Is this something I can do someday? I, yeah, and yeah. I pointed out to her a few journalists I know who had some run-ins with the law, but they continued on in their careers and they were fine. So, you know, and just to show kind of the mindset of these kids of one of the one of the um, young teenage boys said that he wanted, I mean, I want to be an architect and an engineer. So part of juvenile detention is while they're there, they're not just wasting time. They go to school. They address some of the thought processes they have, thinking ahead about consequences. But part of it is keeping them on track with their education and their aspirations and their character development. So when they become mature adults, um, they are productive members of society. So, um, yeah, I, I hope that, you know, it provided a little insight for the students into, hey, here's one career that you could potentially have. But I tried to also emphasize there are so many careers where learning how to listen attentively. You could be a doctor, you could be a counselor, a detective, so many things that's so important. And nowadays, of course, with marketing and social media, there are so many jobs that use uh, video and every job has technology skills. So, you know, I, I just think it was fun to come from the outside as a person with a career and give them a little sample of this is what this career is like and this is something that you could do. That's really interesting that um, that they were so enthusiastic about it. Just the, just the fact that they were so willing to participate and not only that, but to go beyond that, like to ask you the, these really... Um, mature sounding questions like uh, just about careers and looking to the future and everything like that's that's encouraging to hear yeah I thought it was really great and I also thought they had some great insights about the mural and the artist who painted it you know whenever you are dealing with teenagers and you ask them some question you half expect someone to say well, I don't know. <laughs> and then the other half of the time, they come out with something that's really eloquent and so insightful. And that was how this match batch of kids was. They had a lot of really great insights about the mural and observations about the artists. And they were really grateful for the mural. It is impacting their lives. They say it does give them inspiration every day and helps them stay on the right track. Mm -hmm. Do you see this as something that you could see yourself doing again, like allowing just depending on the situation, allowing someone to actually sort of participate in your job uh, the way that you did here? I think potentially, um, especially when it comes to young people. I think here at the Mail Tribune, we try to engage young people. Our editor goes to a forum where she inspires and helps train high school students. We've had other staff members work with young people, so... Um, I, I think especially when it comes to the next generation, it's always inspiring to try to give them the sample of something that could be a future career for them. Absolutely. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to add? Well, the kids went even beyond the video project because I emailed the teacher uh, quotes from the videos that they had shot um, and background information the interview that I did with the artist, some uh, information I had looked up about the figures in the mural, just this 
batch of raw material. And I asked them, hey, if you're interested, try writing your own newspaper article. And several of the kids uh, wrote up their own newspaper article. One That's young awesome. man wrote up a personal essay about the impact of the mural on him. And they were just fantastic newspaper articles written by these kids. And I was very impressed with their writing skills and the way they put it all together. That's so cool. It's, I mean, and, and you don't really, I mean, you got to see a sampling of it, but you don't really know just the the seed that you may have planted in some of these kids, just the profound lifelong impact that, that this is going to have on them or just the spark that it may have uh, drawn out of them. So I think that's really cool. I'm glad that you got to be a part of that. I had a really fun time. It was a great week. Yeah. Well, um, that is all I have. Uh, you can listen to past episodes of The Insider at mailtribune.com slash podcasts slash the dash insider, all lowercase. And uh, if you want to go and check out Vicky's story, I'm going to put a link uh, in the description below. Uh, and you can also search for inspiration from the inside on our site. And uh, thanks for joining us. I'm Ryan File, and you've been listening to The Insider.